morning, good morning team. Good to see a few of you jumping on right now. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Great to see you. Alison, Andrew, Rodney, Luke, Sharon, Alice, Laura. They're all there now. Hey, good morning team. Hope you're well, wherever you are. Fabulous Friday, fantastic Friday. Welcome to another Fab Friday. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Well, let's... uh, I think it is this one. Hello, there you go. A bit chilly down there in Melbourne, Nick. All right, well, stay warm, mate. Stay warm. <laughs> well, um, supposedly, uh, supposedly, supposedly, uh, we've got uh, one of the coldest winters we've had in many years, and uh, one of the wettest times we've had uh, in Queensland for sure. Playing havoc with construction, that is for sure. Um, not the subject of my chat today, but uh, maybe we should uh, circle around on that one. But um, yesterday, yesterday, everybody uh, who joined me yesterday, we were looking at, we were going to look at the four, we were going to look at four streams, four vehicles of wealth creation that um, that many of us as property investors are able to able to take advantage of if we're structured well and uh, and have the right strategies and tactics and support as property investors. So that's pretty good. Got us all uh, got us all chatting yesterday. So I thought we'd do sort of part two of yesterday's chat because there was a lot of questions. But before I do that, morning to Karen, Abdul, Donna, Alice. Fresh and frosty and Taz. <laughs> I bet it is. Oh, I bet it is. I love, I love Tassie. Fabulous place. Ma- magic, magic place to visit. Um, yeah. Queensland, Brizzy and uh, the Gold Coast and Sunny Coast, I love them in winter. I'm not really into the heat, to be honest, but, uh, yeah, they're a good spot in winter. Stephen, Mitchell, <clears throat> good to see you guys. Good to see you here. Good to see you. Right, listen, folks. Let's let's have a bit of a let's have a bit of a talk. Let's have a bit of a yarn about where we were yesterday. What we were talking about. We were we were talking about um, there are four streams, streams slash uh, vehicles. How do you spell vehicles? Looks a bit weird. Anyway, um, four vehicles of wealth. One of them was your principal place of residence. One of the wealth foundational pieces for you, me, available to every Australian is the principal place of residence. And the reason why I call it a wealth vehicle, uh, it's not direct. Um, and some people own their own home uh, and they're not wealthy. And, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute because um, the principal place of residence is uh, capital gains tax free. Now, that's its, that's its one that's its one financial benefit. That's it. That's it. And uh, when you do math, when you do some spreadsheets, uh, often the principal place of residence, the debt on your own home, is significantly negative to you and your financial well-being. That people and investors, well, not not investors, but a lot of folks focus on. Um, you know, what I've got to do is I've got to pay my home off. If I pay my home off. Then I'll be what? Tell me in the chat. 
you know, okay, you know, my home, I've got a, I was told by someone somewhere I should buy a home, I should pay my debt off, um, and then I'll be what? Tell me in the chat. What what, what happens? Is is that the type of advice that you got from maybe well-meaning parents, friends, family, financial planners? Gee, I tell you, financial planners, the people at the bank, oh, you know, have a mortgage, pay one off first, and then you can get on with, um, yeah, you'll be happy and rich. You'll be free then. <laughs> Rich, but you're not. No, you're not. You're dead right, team folks. You're not. Often it takes 20 to 30 years to pay your home off uh, if you do get. There are only 30% of the Australian population have a debt-free property, just so you know, by the time they reach retirement. So that's not big numbers. And then, you know, you'd be debt-free, but what, what also are you free of, uh, which means not in a, in a good way, what do you also have uh, nothing, uh, a zero of if you put all of your financial focus into reducing your debt on your own home? What don't you have as well? So you've got zero debt, but you have zero what else? You've got zero what else? Uh, well, you, you've got equity, but most people don't use it. That's the problem, um, Stephen, right? So you've got, you got all this equity. And the older you get, the more afraid you are to borrow money. Yeah, boom. Alison, no bloody cash flow. So you spend all your life, so you spend all your life paying off your home, not only to get older and less financially viable, let's say in the in the employment market, less less emotionally and mentally capable of of borrowing more money somewhere else. Uh, and then you've got no bloody income. It's a stupid, it's a stupid piece of advice uh, on its own and I, I want to say I want to say that ladies and gents on its own debt reduction is not financial freedom you cannot save yourself wealthy all right uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't have a budget it doesn't mean you should shouldn't make extra payments where required it doesn't mean you shouldn't eliminate debt that doesn't create an income um, as a priority when you can, doesn't mean any of those things. It just means don't get caught up in this this fantasy that, that if you pay your home off, everything's going to be okay. It won't be. It won't be, okay? It won't be. It'll be better, but you won't have an income and you've put all your resources in one basket. Anyway, let's talk about that. So good to see um Good to see your uh, you guys here. Bit of a shout out to a few of the the latecomers: uh, Ewan, Trace, Stephen, Pratesh. Morning. Good to see you guys. Yeah, it's it, it's it's all it, it is impossible to earn yourself wealthy. Exchanging time for money uh, is is quite reliable, but it's not the thing that's going to set you free. You've got to earn the money and transform it into assets that go to work when you don't want to, okay? Hey, morning, Mark. Good to see you. Uh, Jared, Andrew, morning, man. Um, yes, yes, Jared. Uh, it, there is a six-year capital gains tax exemption. There's many exemptions with your principal place of residence. If you move out and you rent it, you've got six years capital gains tax-free. You can receive rent and still be capital gains tax-free, which is... A good little strategy, by the way. I like that one. Um, 
You, you could also own two PPRs at the same time for two years when you sell one and then you're moving into a new one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's lots of very interesting things in this world. Principal place of residence, capital gains tax-free, and, and in my world, what I like to say, hey, morning, Sharon, good morning. Trace, going to Darwin. Holy, yeah, what? Wow. Uh, like for, for good, Trace, or you <laughs> you just going for a holiday? <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to do that train trip, actually. I, th- I, th- I thought that would be a kind of a cool thing to do. Uh, let me know how you go, Trace. I'd love to know. Take a few photos and put them in Facebook for us. A lot of dirt, a lot of land between where you are and Darwin on a train, that's for sure. So principal place of upgrade strategy uh, on a holiday. Good, good. It's going to say, oh, old Darwin's a nice place to visit. I don't know if I wanted to live there full time, but there you go. So we have three other strategies when it comes to real estate investing uh, or owning real estate that we can deploy. The second strategy when it comes to these tax-free environments uh, which is pretty simple, is investment properties owned in your own name, your personal name, right? And personal name, what do we get? What's the benefit of that vehicle um, now and into the future, folks? What, what do we get? Tell me in the chat if you know. I'll crack on because uh, I want to make sure we get to look at some numbers today rather than me just rabbiting on. So in your personal name, you can reduce your tax. Uh, between five and six properties, you can pay single-digit tax. Um, I've got I've got so many clients paying less than less than five percent five percent tax concessions. Boom, Luke! You know, twenty five percent of your income is going to the government every day you earn it. And if you owned five investment properties in the right way, they wouldn't get twenty five percent. They'd get five percent. You get twenty percent. Boom! In your pocket to put towards your future. Okay, and in the future, you can earn from those at the moment. It's it's eighteen thousand something or other. So call it nineteen thousand dollars tax free, tax free. Okay, that's what you can do. Uh, and what is the other thing in your investment properties that you can use tax free, folks? Tell me what it is. Tell me what you can use tax free to live on on investment properties that you own in the future. Put that one in the chat so you can get tax deductions right now. Tax deductions in the future, you can earn, if you wanted to, up to $19,000 from that rental income, completely tax-free, and that will go up over time, I'm sure. And you can live off, if you structure your lending correctly, you can live off something in the future. Boom, equity. Equity is tax-free. If you have $5 million worth of real estate, with no debt or low debt, and you've got access to some of your equity, you can use your equity to live on, and it is tax-free, folks, tax-free. I love this tax-free stuff. Now, that's why I say buy well, never sell, because once you've built the equity into the the mechanism, once you've built the equity into the cash flow and the mechanism over a 15 to 20-year period, that's when you can start to manoeuvre yourself to live um, very successfully. This is what the wealthy people do. This is not a trick, folks. It's not a trick. This is what wealthy people do. Wealthy people know and understand that money and leverage and lending is all part of the mix to get stuff happening for you, okay? And then you can live on 
uh, equity, 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 equity. Uh, and there's a there's a rule that I have no more, no more than three percent of your uh, available equity. So from the from the lender that you consume uh, in in any given year. Uh, and then there's some capital growth rules. But listen, if you're worth $5 million and you use $50,000 that year, right, that's that's 1% of your equity, 1%. And next year, you know, use another 50 grand. And the year after that, you use, use another 50 grand. It doesn't take long for the property to grow in value to keep up with that anyway, right? So that's not what I'm doing today, though. Uh, but I will circle around on that one. Um, and uh, the other two are your super 1.7 million tax free into the future and also income tax free, no tax um, after um, a certain age. Okay. And for business owners, for business owners, this is available for business owners, you can um, have a $2 million. If you qualify, you've been in business long enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you can have a $2 million sale of your business, capital gains tax-free, folks. All right. So they are the four, and business owners, um, there's ways to structure that using real estate, okay? And if you don't know what I'm talking about there, if you're a business owner listening in and you go, what is he on on right now about $2 million tax-free? No one's ever told me this. Well. You come and catch up with me and I'll tell you all about it, right? But the first three is available to anyone and everyone. The first three is available to every person there. And then the fourth one is available to business owners, okay? So we need to know these vehicles. And today I wanted to just touch base on this principal place of residence capital gains tax-free one because it got people a bit excited uh, yesterday when we talked a little about the idea of a principal place of residence upgrade multiple times, okay? Hey, morning, Chris. Uh, Trace says, does it matter how the loan is structured for equity living? It doesn't, Tracy. What uh, is important is knowing at the right time, maybe between eight and 10 years before, you know, uh, you want to start using equity to live on, you get your loan structured, okay? So it's usually around that sort of early 50s, middle 50s to structure your lending and get the term as long as you can, like as long as you can, uh, and knowing that you're going to keep that loan open to use uh, for equity. And I'll talk about that later on because there's a rule at the start of investing where it's like, do not cross-collateralize. Disaster. Danger, Will Robinson at the start of investing. But once you've got all your properties, once you've got all your properties, uh, and don't say this out loud, too, <laughs> but on the other end of it, there is actually some value in entertaining, bundling a number of properties together with a lender to give them comfort so you can set up your equity so you can consume and use some of it into the future, Trace. So there you go. Um, hopefully that makes sense. I, I, I will drill into this because there's some great questions coming out here. Um, Jeff, how are you, mate? Out of that hole in the ground, buddy. Good to see. You. So listen, hey, uh, I've got <laughs> I rabbit it on again today. I really want to. I really want to get onto this with you guys. But um, 
Uh, give me five more minutes. Give me five more minutes and I'll, I'll sort of show you something. Let's have a look at this. This is a Prince Place of Residence. Hopefully you can see the screen here right now. And you say, right, I, I bought my property. Uh, I've got a debt on it right now, 400000 And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to... I'm going to pay it off, okay? And I'm I'm saying, all right, in 15 years' time, I want that debt free, okay? So in 15 years, what what might that be worth? And let's go over here um, and have a little look at the property. Uh, Not that one. Let me go and put this one up. There we go. You can can see that. So up the top here, $700,000. You can see this, $700,000, loan amount. Now, this is a cash flow calculator. Ignore the bottom part because that's if it's an investment property, okay? We're just going to look at the top part, okay? We're just going to look at this part here. And basically, we're saying it's worth 700 today uh, with 4% capital growth. In 10 years' time, it'll be worth um, 10 to uh, a million bucks, all right? And, you know, if you would extrapolate that on uh, a little bit more than that, from a million dollars, you're looking at about um, you're looking at about one point two million dollars at year. You're looking at one point two million dollars at year fifteen. Okay, with no debt, folks, no debt. Okay, so everyone sort of get the, that that um, that uh, that that message. So over the next fifteen years, my property here is going to is going to grow. And in 15 years, when it's debt-free, debt-free, uh, because we are PPR paying that off, and even if you're using equity to buy investment properties, that's not principal place of residence debt. Even though it's using your home as the security, it's still not the debt. And people sort of get stuck with that. Okay, But anyway, I, I just want to show you this, this today. So following along, this principal place of residence upgrade strategy. Okay, so uh, let's just go back here for a second. So we go here. It was worth seven. It was worth 700. And now it's worth 1.2 million. We had a debt of 400. And now we've got a debt of zero. Okay. Okay, everyone cool with that? And that's over 15 years. Now you've owned the property probably for 20 or 30 years, which is fine. Uh, but I'm just saying, okay, this is kind of where we're starting today. So tell me in the chat, is it making sense so far? Did, does this make sense? You own the property and over the next 15 years, um, especially with uh, the way you would be set up properly with your finance, the income that comes in, all of your money in the offset account or using a redraw facility correctly, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So what do we do now? Um, tell me in the the chat if that makes sense because yesterday we were getting a little confused so at this point so now let's say that i'm let's say that i'm i'm 50 years old okay 50 so at this point what we do is is we can do the upgrade strategy and i'm just going to use the buy and sell upgrade strategy there's there's two other strategies you can use there's stay where you are and renovate that property. There's stay where you are and renovate that property. Or there's a third strategy, which is kind of an upgrade, but an acceleration strategy is 
use the equity now um, for income acceleration, um, but we'll talk about that in a sec. So here's what we do. The upgrade. We now buy and sell, and what we do is we go from a 1.2 to a 2.4 mil. All right. Now, this is, this is absolutely on the predication that you can afford to do it. And at this point in time, I'm expecting you as the investor to have between four and five investment properties in your portfolio. Why do we need four and five investment properties in your portfolio over that period of time? Tell me in the chat, what does it do for you and your borrowing power? What does it do? It increases your what? Tell me in the chat right now. Tell me in the chat, what does it do? Because this is part of it, right? So we're going to go from a property that we probably bought for 500. It's now worth $1.2 million 20 to 30 years later. Boom, income, Luke. And it increases your servicing, right? And then people sort of say, how can I afford to go from, you know, a $400,000 mortgage to a $1.2 million mortgage? Well, you can afford it because you've got five properties paying for that now, cash flow and serviceability. That's what happens, okay? Your ability to borrow increases with the more income that you receive. Now, maybe your job's gone up as well. You, you were on 100K 15 years ago, and now you're on 120, 130, 140, 150, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Cash flow pays for the new debt. Absolutely, Hayden. Now, that property, that two-point, oh, now, you, now you've, now, right, we're going to reset again for this next go at it. And I'm only sort of saying, all right, well, we'll just do, we'll just do two <clears throat> upgrades along the way, okay? So let's reset our property now and go, right, this is 1.2 million. So let's have a look. Market value uh, down the road here. Um, Five million at twenty fifty at twenty fifty two, um, that property would be worth two point seven mil. Okay, two point seven. Okay, but we're upgrading right here. We're upgrading right in the middle of it. Does everyone see it? We're we're upgrading right here. So if we left this one alone, trajectory two point seven mil, we're going to upgrade its value here. It's going to upgrade its value. So we're going to one point two, right? Um, as we go. And we're going to do that at uh, 2032, okay, um, as, as we go along, right? We've got our loan amount. Oh, no, it's not 1.2, it's 2.4. 2.4, loan amount 1.2 as we go. So can you see the difference, folks? Can we see the difference up the top here? Okay, just in that PPR upgrade strategy, same time frame, same time frame. Now, there's a cash flow over here. You can see the cash flow. You've got to be able to afford the cash flow. And it's not 100 grand, by the way, but um, it's, um, you know, um, income plus your rentals will offset that significantly anyway. So can everyone see? Can everyone see that? That the difference of one PPR upgrade strategy um, at the destination timeline, the difference was $2.5 million. $2.5 million. And let's say that one takes us, I don't know, 30 years to pay off. Let's just let's just do that. Okay. 
Um, or let's put it as 25 years to pay off. We're getting closer. Call it 20 years to pay off. 20 years to pay off. There we go. Debt-free. Debt-free, by the way. Um, if you do it on a uh, that trajectory, 20 years to pay it off. And now it's 5.2 million rather than 2.5 million. What do you guys think about that? What do you think about that? Tell me in the chat right now. What do you think about that? Like that's that's the idea, folks, ladies and gentlemen. The idea. And 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 what is what did we just get? What did we just get? We doubled, we doubled our principal place of residence value, but more importantly, the tax-free exit value at some point in the future. So a version of that. Oh, sorry, Trace. Maybe the other internet's gone a little bit haywire, right? So a version of that, then that's so yesterday there was a lot of questions about, but I've paid my house off. It's debt free, blah, blah, and, and like awesome, amazing job. Like high fives all around. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Um, however, if you're going to be there and you can afford it, you can, if you can afford it, right? But, it, but imagine a version of that. Like I'm doing a version of that right now at my home um, that that my house will – like I, I need to um, maximise the property that I live in now. Um, I need to knock it down and build a brand new one basically. It's old. Uh, it's not terribly old, by the way. I don't live in a shack. <laughs> but – it's undercooked now. So if I built a seven-bedroom house here um, and I added four garages, I'd add probably one and a half to two million dollars to the value of my property. Okay, so I'm not going to move, but I'm going to upgrade where I am. So there's another way of doing it as well. Okay, as as you have a look at it. So, so I mean, and and again, folks, this is you know we're talking we're talking a time period of you know. 15, 20, 30 years, which sometimes feels like, oh, shivers, Jace. Like, you know, let's talk about next week and the interest rates, you know, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's momentary in time and, and in 20 or 30 years' time it'll be pointless. It's irrelevant. I understand we need to manage our cash flow. I get it. 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 Um, but don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Anyway, there you go. Hopefully that was useful. A lot of questions yesterday. I thought I'd sort of circle back around on it again today. Wealth Coffee Chat, done and dusted. Let's call it done. You guys be awesome. Remember, a couple of sayings around here. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Takes time, as you might already understand. Hopefully you do. But it's certainly well worth it. Absolutely well worth it. And buy well, never sell. It's a good idea. Um, Buy something you are happy to own for 20 years. That's That's... Keeps things simple, huh? As you go. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll get those up, Alison. We've got a few uh, really cool bits of footage. We'll chuck them in the chat. Good to see you, Nev. Good to see you. Uh, all of you guys this morning, guys and girls, ladies and gents, team gang. <laughs> all right. I'm just rabbiting on now. All right. Bye, guys. Have an awesome day. Have a great weekend. And join me next week for another Wealth Coffee Chat. You guys be awesome. Bye-bye. Thank you.